Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friends, Scott Jacobson. Yo, it's me. Hi. And Michael Hanna. Hi, how are you? Better if you had that done your intro me. not like that, but okay. Scott intimidated me with his big intro. I got nervous. That's good. You should be intimidated. But use that. Use that as motivation, as fuel for your vengeance to have an even better intro next week. Yes, I exactly. I can't do it. You know, if you show up next week. Um, uh, 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 when he shows up, yeah, give him well, the know, contract. Yes. I'm going to it into the universe. In the um, contract. <laughs> on today's episode of Chatting with Fed. Oh, sorry. Let me back up there for a second. Sorry. Come on, Logan. <laughs> Road in reverse. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, New Year's resolution. It's been like three weeks. Have like been thinking about it real hard. It was on the tip of my tongue, and then this weekend, I, I I saw Puss in Boots, and he stole my goddamn New Year's resolution. It's gone. He took it. That I don't know where he bastard. That he's a he's a he's a cat bastard, Scott. You're absolutely right. So I'm gonna have to oh come gosh. back uh, next week to try and think of something else because i it's it's gone it's gone it was great it was fantastic i promise it was amazing it was the best new year's resolution there's ever been it was the and biggest the best the brightest now it's gone and now it's gone but we carry but on, on today but yeah yeah carrying on <laughs> moving on <laughs> on today's episode of chatting with fed accompli if you haven't guessed it we're gonna go ahead and give our review of the new Puss in Boots movie. It's Puss in Boots The Last Wish. Because technically it's a sequel to the first Puss in Boots. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what that one's called. called. Puss in Boots. Give it a guess. Oh, okay, it? well now he doesn't need to guess. I went well, no, but I thought I saw Puss in Boots the Three Diablos. That's like that an that's your, like that a bonus feature world. somewhere. Oh was it? <laughs> I don't know. That was in yeah. only in your dreams, Logan. Oh, that's the thing you mentioned when we were trying to talk you down from that uh, drug-infused bender. Yes. There were three Diablos. No, 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 no. no, no that's fine. <laughs> okay, maybe that's what that was. That was Oopsie. Um, I know what you Oopsie, and Homer are thinking. Never mind, I'm not going to go. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing played out of my head. Really laugh out of me. Uh, but I know what you're thinking. Why? What? What? Why are we talking about a funny animal kid movie stuff like that? I know this what isn't you're video games. I can't teabag during this. What is this? Not like sure. I can, but it'd be in real I mean, life, you... and the people would look at me. But I can't make them teabag in the movie. That's that's what. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about that? Because we need to spread awareness. <laughs> we need to spread really awareness that Puss in Boots The Last Wish goes hard it 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 I, I just I want to point that because this is like it is a talking cat movie for baby Babas. it has no right to go as well, hard little, as it goes a little bit older than baby Baba they, <laughs> no they, fuck you fuck you it's clearly got a, a, a childish demographic in mind at least toddler age yeah <laughs> But but it go it go, it goes so hard. It is legitimately probably one of the best DreamWorks movies that they've made. Honestly, like yeah, it's honestly. no Prince of Egypt or Shrek two, but like it's still it, it is shockingly good. Like they they hit it. They hit it right. I don't know. I don't even know a sequel to Puss in Boots. If you would have told me this like three weeks ago, I would have been like, "What are you doing in my house?" But now I'm like, "What are you doing in my house? Can we watch Puss in Boots before you leave?" <laughs> Let's do it. 
I it's it, it, we're like three 20 year olds and we're sitting here watching this movie and we're like legit like not like haha look at the stupid movie laughing we're like no this movie is like actually funny laughing like it's uh, and then the then the, the uh, sorry i don't even know where to start i like i it really was like humor for all ages it really like it so, almost it was reminiscent of like the original shrek like the original shrek you know not not quite to the extent where like you know the original shrek had some like adult jokes kind of snuck on in there uh, which was funny then, but it was like reminiscent of that where it's humor that everyone, no matter how old you are, could really I, enjoy it and actually laugh yeah. at it. I was going to say well, it yeah. really, I, I, for me, it really had this, I guess I'll say very late nineties and very, uh, not very early two thousands, but especially like a two thousands kind of vibe. And what I mean by that specifically is it was, it really reminded me of movies and shows that I grew up with where they were very clearly like they, they're still made for kids. Like kids can watch this and get enjoyment out of it and be engaged and whatnot and, you know, understand enough of what's going on. But they're also witty enough to under to the movie, sorry, and the shows to keep the adults in the audience entertained and throw things in there that only like adults are going to understand and actually talk about some pretty heavy top like heavy topics that kids it's going to go right over their head but for people that are older and understand it a bit better and brains are more developed they're going to pick up on it and i think what really brings me what really reminds me of like my era of like growing up with things like this is his era no one else's no one (laughs) it respects the audience's intelligence to pick up what it's putting down and it doesn't have to shove it down your throat it's just like nah this is what we're saying i trust that you're gonna understand it and i did and i was just like movie Thank you. I am smart. I big brain. <laughs> right. Well, that's the heartening thing to me that a, a kids movie like this exists in this day and age and is actually like about something. Like it feels like in this Minions era we uh subsist in uh everything kids related <laughs> is like, you know, hyperkinetic, all this like egregious slapstick everyone's just dumb for no reason because dumb people are funny and it's just there to be flashing lights to distract the kids right but this is a movie (laughs) flashing lights (laughs) but this is a movie like about stuff and it doesn't hold back on that stuff and it actually you like look at the individual pieces it like refers to that larger theme it's like it does feel very classical in that regard like it just feels Mm. more intentionally structured as its own like Ah, creative project than just something like flashing lights yeah it, it has a very Jingly good like, story <laughs> very good like story and plot and there are kind of like different like different characters have their own kind of stories that kind of branch off a little bit but it all works together to kind of combine into its own thing like puss has kind of his own thing that he doesn't like his own things going on that he doesn't tell the other cast kind of follows I mean, actually, just take it. That kind of follows, goes off to like the three bears and Goldilocks and they, in the house. Like, it kind of splits across a little between different characters, but they all intertwine. And it's a very, 
easy to follow and enjoyable plot. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's not even necessarily that, like, the story is, like, this out of the, it, like, out of the stratosphere, like, crazy, never seen before. No, it's something you've seen a billion times, but it's something, but it's just, it's executed very well, and it is paced very well. That is the thing about, yes. the, I, I, I really feel like I need to emphasize how well paced this movie is. It's... It's crazy because I I am expecting like the minions like like that level of yeah like that level like yeah yeah that level of pace and just hyperactivity but no the movie's just like nah we're gonna we're gonna start this way and we're gonna we're gonna keep going. And when the when the big moments happen, we're gonna be like, "Ooh, step it up a little." But then when the slow moments come down, we're like, "All right, we're gonna cool it off a little bit." And we're, we're gonna go at a nice, down, right. gonna go at a nice pace to keep you enthralled the whole time. We'll mix it up, but we're gonna yeah. overall, it's gonna be nice and con- like consistent. It's just right. like like it it wow. gives the <laughs> it lets the characters have character moments and actually like takes the time to let them build. <laughs> Like, you yeah. think about the one scene near the beginning where Puss is very tired and then the new, very positive side character shows up. And, like, that's almost, like, what, five minutes? And what's happening there? They're just, like, they're just kind of talking. They're kind of walking yeah. around the house, but they're just talking. But yeah. it's, you know, it's good. It's building their characters. It's building their personalities. And it's interesting. And it's funny. It's also got it some really good jokes. It's funny. That's the surprising thing about this movie for me is... It is legitimately funny. Again, it's not so the funny. minion like banana and then slap tick the the minion gets punted to the moon. I'd see a fucker. No, this his wife misses him. No, this is like actual humor. Like again, just going back to that the puss and Perito talking to each other for the first time. Puss is just so tired and just is not dealing with any of his shit. He's just, he doesn't care. There's a whole bit where he's just like, I don't want to talk. I want to eat. And Perito is like, oh, well, we can eat and talk at the same time. And he's just like, no habla es, uh, English. And so Perito is like, oh, yeah, I can. Or he says something, he talks in Spanish. Please, I can't. He's got like a full sentence in Spanish. Yeah. And then <laughs> Puss comes back up and he's just like, I don't speak Spanish either. His <laughs> face <laughs> back down. It's just like, I love this man this cat that whatever really funny it was really yeah. funny and then sorry i'm just i'm thinking i just want to do one more moment from there one of my favorite jokes that i feel like a lot of people just don't i, I don't know like pick up on is when puss first gets introduced to every all the other cats in the cat's lady's house and he goes like and he tries to, he goes meow and everyone's just like, Who, what did you just say? Like, they're all <laughs> reacting like he said something horribly racist. And Puss is just like, eh, whatever, it's my second language. And it's just like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, yes, that's funny that the cat thing is his second language. But wait a minute, which is his first? Is it English or Spanish? Like, right. <laughs> so which? So what's bronze? What's what's in third place here? This is cat trilingual. We know the tier level right now. Well, what this cat speaks. <laughs> the graphs telling me I need three nerds to explain yeah. this to me about why I bought the action figure. <laughs> but that scene's also uh, one of those moments that actually kind of surprised me. And I don't know if that's just something they got away with, or if the, like the 
the order of the world is changing in terms of how uh, curses are ranked now and what's allowed. But yeah. in that scene, Puss goes, what the hell are you talking about? He does. Like, I double checked with subtitles. No, that's Actually. what he says. And then another, and then uh, the villain, one of the villains, little Jack Horner says crap, I think twice. Uh, the mama bear says crap. A mom when, says crap. Well, yeah. When when Perito is just like, and we're team friendships. He's like, oh, that's a crap name. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Even it still gets said that. twice. It yeah. Great. How filthy my belt was. And well, but that's that. the thing too. Like you know, those like that stuff is kind of like okay, you know, like wow, I, like kind of surprised to hear that from a kids movie. I kind of feel like I'm almost even more surprised that. They had like like they bleeped it out, sure, but they like implied like actual swearing, hard swearing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like hard swearing from, from Perito of all characters, <laughs> and it's really funny, <laughs> right? Because it's surprising. Like, it's yeah. like wait, 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 wait. It's like bad dog. Get I, I get out of here. I, hey, I you dog. get away from that. Drop <laughs> it. Drop it. Then it bleeps Ew. out. And he's like, shit for brains. Loser dog, like, shit for brains. And then when he's roasting the uh, the three bears family and he doesn't yeah. really get the concept, <laughs> he's, he's got he drops multiple curses. He does. Mm-hmm. And so it's I just, need I... an uncensored cut of the movie, adult only, <laughs> rated R, just unbleeping those parts. The unicorn horn no Free longer. Him. <laughs> the unicorn horn splatters people into blood instead of, yeah. instead of the confetti. Dude, okay, sorry. Well, another now thing, yeah. yeah. There is so much fucking death in this movie. <laughs> like, and they don't hold back. Like, sure, they do it in like cartoony ways. Like, there's a like they uh, Jack Horner's crew runs into a bunch of plants. First guy gets eaten and like only his Vacuum skeleton remains. All his meat yeah. off of his bones. And then they, <laughs> you're right. He's meatless. <laughs> And then they start getting the other ones, and there are people just like, avenge me, Mr. Hoda, and he starts, like, chopping at them. People are dying. Or when and then this... uses his own people as a human bridge to try yeah. to bring his yeah across a, a chasm, and then it breaks, and they all fall, and he doesn't even blink an eye. Chasm. But, some but, call it chasm. There's but... some shun in there. <laughs> but some, but then not, he... in, not in my mouth. but then in the big in one of the other big battles jack is shooting people with unicorn horns and they explode into confetti they're dead they're gone only the only thing that makes it like quote-unquote not violent is that they explode into confetti instead of blood but they're dead (laughs) no they're not coming back they're dead. dead it's it's and it just doesn't it's it's it, it fits know. though I, it, it does like, that's that's the strange thing it fits because this whole the, the like the underlying theme of this movie is the value of a life yeah. and that's you know the villain who's big jack horner he's grown up from little jack horner from the nursery <laughs> rhyme he does not value life and so he's no. like he's he's accidentally shooting his own people and turning them confetti he just goes my bad and then they explode <laughs> and die Wait, and then he takes the bridge out of people. He's like, "Let's bring the carriage over." Then they all but one die. He's like, "Well, I'm up, I'm across." Yeah, that's great. I don't. I'm trying to think of how we even want to tackle this because, like, I, do we want to go? Because like, the the two 
Well, there's one villain in this show, and there's show. Fuck, sorry. There's one villain in this movie, and there's one antagonist in this movie. I would define them as. There's kind of three, and they're both great. I was gonna blocks. say three, kind of. Oh, uh, okay, the yeah. Family. Yeah, the, right. I guess it's okay. So like two antagonists, and <clears throat> sorry, one like villain, and I'm clearly define. <clears throat> sorry, defining them because two of them. Well, Goldilocks and the Bears I, aren't even necessarily evil. They are just opposed. And right. the other one, sorry, I, should we just say spoilers? Like, I mean, I think we'll just... The push dies we're going to be... So. Yeah. No, no we now. didn't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just did it now, so I guess I'll just say... Uh-huh. Well, that's the, that's the theme. That's the whole, like, yeah. synopsis of the movie. Puss in Boots right has run through his... Okay, uh, all right. Of his nine so lives. I'm just, well, I guess so that's on a quest to replenish his stock through the power of a wishing star. Yeah. All that happens within the first five minutes. I'm going to say this right now, just so I there's no confusion. Spoilers from here on out. I am not trying to... Just watch the movie. Come back. All you need to know at this point is you should go see it. It's quite good. Watch the actual movie before you watch people review about the movie. That's please, please, (laughs) yes. If 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 there's one thing, even if you don't come back, I'll be honest. If you take our advice right now and go watch the movie, I'll be fucking happy. Right. That's really what I want to do with this review is get as many people as I can to see the actual movie because it's great. We're here to spread awareness. Yes. But right now we're here to spread spoilers. Spoiler alert. If you're still here and you get spoiled, it is your fault. Do not be here. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Just, we're just it, now. We don't have to just start talking, Logan. <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to figure out where do we want to start. Do we want to start about the characters? Because we Let's kind of go animation, over the themes. Animation. We could do characters and then like voice actors and then talk about your uh, favorite part that you want to get to, Logan, with okay. antagonists and villains. Okay, which is kind of be at the okay. end of characters, I guess. Okay. All right. That is animation. a good thing to highlight, though, because yes. the animation, the actual look <laughs> of this film. It looks it's like, like aesthetically my anime really good. <laughs> yeah. There are it... so many moments that are like legitimately rattling. Like that just looks that's the way that the vibrant colors are used and contrast against each other. Yes. It's insane. It's very reminiscent of Spider-Verse in the respect yeah. that it's kind of like missing some frames here and there intentionally to make it look more like uh, pictures than an actual movie. It's not like a comic book style like Spider-Verse. They go for more of a storybook flair. And you almost honestly don't even notice it too much in certain shots. But uh, it is definitely a stylized animated film. But fairy tale storybook type thing. So it makes it more storybook than a comic book. Uh, It's a good choice. Good good, uh, directing choice to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't take anything of what I'm saying is like any vaguely derogatory. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. No, I was going to say and everything like the facial expressions, all the little details like they they really do go all out in the animation in the movie. And it's it's crazy, especially uh, in the first. I I think the biggest, um, I guess, example is probably the first fight against the giant of the mountain or whatever he was called because they uh, yeah, the giant of Del Mar. Del Mar. <laughs> yeah. Because 
there is some crazy camera work that they do in that entire scene. And it's just, it's like, it's crazy. We were jo- like, it, it was, I, we joked about it, but it, it was literally like some attack on Titan shit. Like, honestly. <laughs> no, it really was the way he's just, uh, everything's moving at least like, you know, twice as fast as it would in real life. The way he's swinging from to and fro, he's jumping and spinning around. It is so, it, it's like kinetic, but it's focused. It's not like hyperactive. Yeah. It's just hype. Period. Yes. <laughs> Gives me the hype. Can we also appreciate real quick? Uh, and well, you know what? Sorry, no. I I'll talk about them when we get to characters because I was gonna say it's kind of like animation, but I think it's more so the character and just how they animated him. Uh, but uh, no, everyone is very expressive. I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. you really, really don't have to guess what any character is thinking at any point uh jack in particular <laughs> is uh very clear what he's thinking it's very clear what he's thinking and he also has gigantic jowls so oh my goodness he, his you really had to point that out <laughs> like his his face is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> to put it no, he's right He's, you know, he's right. <laughs> to put it kindly, like I don't remember horrible. if I've seen the full original Puss in Boots, but I, I know not. enough about it to know that I Humpty Dumpty was in it, and he had worryingly articulate lips. <laughs> and that's the last thing about the movie I remember before I wake up two hours later in a daze covered in blood. But they tried to beat that record with Little Jack Horner, now Big Jack Horner. My goodness, the detail on that man's mouth. Yeah, it's upsets me. Yeah, greatly. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> but I mean, as a pure aesthetic look, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's all right. Just every time he talked, like each, like they they animated like each frame of his jowls moving, and it was disturbing <laughs> to me. <laughs> disturbing, mesmerizing, disturbing. Yes, both true correct yes but uh i i mean the only thing we don't really have um none of us have an animation background so we can't really get into the details of like what makes it specifically so visually appealing but i guess the only other thing i'll say is in terms of the variety of uh environments that they use as well is uh, they get very, very creative with it, and I can't imagine how much of a pain in the ass it was to get some of these little details down, especially things that are only going to be there for half a second. Like, when Puss and Kitty uh, first get the map, and, you know, they are trying everyone's uh, map and whatnot, just, like, animating just all of the background stuff when everything changes for, like, that the, the, the setup for a joke. It's just like, I don't even want to think how long it took someone to animate that for it to be there for five seconds to be a to be the setup for a joke. Right. That's what I was hoping we would highlight, too, that those transition moments that are, you know, so striking, but also how there's some moments where it's in between where it's like kind of like someone's like, I guess, map is the way to call it. Like, yeah, because the forest changes depending on who's making their adventure through it. Yeah. Uh, it's caught between it changes really quickly like 
even if it's just for a moment, it feels like even if you're in the same place in this movie, they'll do a couple color tricks. They'll do something else like the Cave of Souls or Lost Souls was another one yeah. where mm-hmm. uh, in an instant, like it's in a normal cave. There's crystals everywhere. Uh, but then the uh, the main villain we'll talk about a lot shows up and then everything's all red, uh, deep blood red. <sighs> and he's reflected yeah. everywhere, like stuff like that. These quick transitions. Even if though it's the same place, it looks completely different. Even at the final, like Wishing Star Battlefield, just with the fire, and then the fire's out, and then what the, I guess battlefield looks like normally. Yeah, they did a great job. There's there, it is a fantastic use of color and environment. It's it's, it's honestly kind of insane. <laughs> right. Well, this hasn't really even been a thing you think about with the DreamWorks movie before. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like before they just kind of go for this sort of pseudo real style. It's never really been a draw of the animation, but the draw of the animation is definitely here with Puss in Boots. It looks so good. It does. It moves so smoothly. Mm. Yes. Muy encante. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Spanish. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I... I, I... I don't know. Is there anything else before we move on to the characters? Is there anything else that anyone wants to bring up about the actual like animation of the movie? Because I feel like the, the mm-hmm. honestly, like the really big pull for this movie. Don't it like it? It looks fantastic, which is great. But I really feel like it's the characters that really sell this sell oh, yeah. this movie. Yep. Yeah. Each and every single one of them is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah. It, okay, so I guess. I guess we'll just start and move down the list. So I guess we'll start with uh, the titular the character himself. Slash barber. Slash <laughs> what else was he? The vet. The family guy was the best guy in the movie. Yeah. There's a guy with many hats. He, was, he tried sticking he the thermometer up Puss's butt. It was great. <laughs> Puss's like. Oh, no, no. no other man would attempt that because he would be killed. Yeah. But he did it. No, he, he didn't. Anyway, anyway. He has right. to know. <laughs> uh, but we'll start with the titular character himself, Puss. I just want to start t- off by t- saying... What? Giggity. Uh, what? I didn't say <laughs> I just want to start off by saying... Can I, was quite can, can I just say I appreciate that they take those extra moments? Because, you know, I, I feel like if you have, like, anthropomorphic characters, sometimes you have a tendency to make them too human. I just appreciate that Puss and Kitty are both like, like they have their like normal moments, but they're still cats. Especially the way like when Puss uh fights, like the way he moves is very cat-like. And then there's even that joke with the barber where he's testing Puss's <laughs> reflexes, so he hits him in the knee with the thing, and Puss slaps him with him. his with his paws, and he's like cat-like. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds about right. <laughs> And it's also so, like, cool how they did, this could almost go back, not really animation, I guess, but, like, how different almost Puss looks just when he takes off the hat and the cape and boots. It's like, he's not really wearing any real clothes, like a shirt or pants, but as soon as the boots and the cape come off, you're like, oh my, this is like a cat cat. Like, who is this man? <laughs> he's it's been like a, a cat this whole time? <laughs> it's like Clark Kent Superman, who is barely in change, but it's a change over I mean, here. I mean, honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, you're he's not right. really wearing clothes, but when the little bit of clothing comes off, it's like he's a whole different person. It's because he's not a, he's not a person at all. It... Does it have his boots? He's, he's a person. No good boots. 
I do. Uh, what I really appreciate with Puss, so I'm going to cut in here, uh, that they do with Puss in Boots here is that he's a character that actually has an arc and has development. Yeah. He isn't just like the nice guy at the start and then the nice guy, but he's, he's learned that Pierre he needs to be here. a nice guy at the end. He's not. And I'm glad for that. <laughs> Grateful. Uh, but no, he starts off as the, you know, this arrogant showboat. And then, you know, in time, he realizes he's got to, you know, cherish what he has and humble up a bit. And it's great. I didn't think that they could have, they had it in him. But it's an actual character. It's great. Yeah. And I, and maybe we'll, I appreciate that they actually take his problems seriously, too. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't think of a lot of moments in, the movie where he, like he, like his actual problems like where they really make light of it like the whole thing of them going through all of his deaths like yeah that's funny but there's also a point to that <laughs> like right. it's funny because they're dumb and he he's wasted his eight lives in stupid ways but that actually ends up being a serious point <laughs> at the in the later half of the movie right. so it, 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 I, I guess in terms of characters, I guess I appreciate, especially like all of them, because even like the goofy ones, like Jack Horner is probably the goofiest of all of them. I oh, would he's say he's such a goober. <laughs> <laughs> he's bonkers. He really is. He really is. But even him, they still play with like a level of seriousness. And I, I feel like that's something else that we, probably could have mentioned that I feel like is missing from a lot of kids movies or sorry, kids movies, but a lot of like movies like this nowadays is actually taking what's going on and the characters seriously. Like a, a lot of like uh, movies pointed towards kids nowadays, like minions, like all that other kind of bullshit. Like they have like fake seriousness where it's like oh now's the time for the big emotional moment now we gotta play it like it's for realsies even though the entire movie we've never had a serious moment and we've shat all over the characters because it doesn't matter because this we're selling this to a bunch of dumb kids haha no in this movie Stupid they kids. actually take every single character seriously and actually show each character respect it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the big things that's missing. And that's what makes great characters is when the writers take them seriously and take the time to respect them and like not even necessarily flesh them out, but like to not just write them as a joke. They're like, no, this is still a character. They might be funny and do funny things, but they're still a character. It, it's it's great. It's great. <laughs> right. It can be funny without being an outright joke. Yes, like exactly. we get, we get Puss in Boots as this high octane, literally Attack on Titan, fighting the giant of Delmar, swinging around, uh, being a smartass. Hey, you want to see something cool? And then Bell hits him in the face, like super high octane action. But then we also get Puss in Boots at the base of a tree, having an actual legitimate panic attack, and one of the most like really yeah. realized panic attacks I've seen yeah. in any movie. Like, and the what? characters aren't quipping about it. Little Perito's not like trying to make him laugh or anything like that. He's very serious and he's trying to do what he can to help Puss calm down. Like just a simple it, laying his head on his belly and let him rub his head. Simple. Yeah, like Crazy. literally every each every end of that pos- of possibilities you can do with that character are there, right? And it's it's handled so well. 
I was going to bring up why the fuck in a talking cat movie am I seeing probably the most realistic portrayal of a goddamn panic attack I've ever seen in film? Like, genuinely, why? Why are you going so hard, movie? <laughs> like... Right. And, oh, yeah, because taking it... that extra step to be serious about what is serious. Yeah, I was gonna because I get yeah, you're they play that scene one hundred percent straight, a hundred percent serious. They're like, no, this is a bad thing, and this is yeah, no, and there's no quips, there's nothing funny about this, and it's just like respect, <laughs> mad respect. Because you right. easily could have done something stupid and had uh, Perito do something dumb and Puss is just like, oh, haha, that's funny, I'm better now. But no, they're just like, no, it just needs like, a, I, I feel like I've, I I don't actually know too much about how you would calm down from a panic attack. But I've, I've seen something that uh, someone was commenting that Perito was using pressure therapy. I, I don't know. He just rested his head on him and was like a calming presence for mm-hmm. Puss. So, it's it's a talking cat movie. (laughs) Why is this in the talking cat movie? It pulls no punch. It really doesn't. Like, and it does it so well. It's not even like they attempted it in a talking cat movie. They're like, all right, you're tech. No, you're talking cat. Why are you trying to be serious? (laughs) They did it so right. Talking cat movie, but you can still do this. Yeah. Right. Why are you not making? Why are you not making the, all of the movies right now? You're so doing so good with this one. <laughs> doing great. And this was a Director joke character man. from like earlier yeah, Shrek I, movies. I was going to say, yeah, he's a joke character from <laughs> Shrek Right. <two. laughs> but I think at this point, he's probably the most rounded in the Shrek universe. Probably. Like, uh, obviously, I mean, have you, you know, characters Shrek's have their belly, wrinkles, you know, instead of like Shrek. Have they have layers. But... Belly? He's, he's pretty round. He's, pretty round. round. he's pretty round. <laughs> pretty round, man. Yeah. He's not a man. He's an ogre, idiot. He's a man. He's a man-shaped ogre. ogre. (laughs) But yeah, they've they've actually made Puss into an a real character, and I gotta commend them for that. They've actually given him quite a degree of depth (sighs) and relatability. I shouldn't relate to a cat. Damn it, movie. I I shouldn't, and I do. (laughs) I feel disgusted with myself. So I don't even know if it would be necessary. I guess let me know. Because I originally, I guess the plan was to kind of go through each character, but I I feel like maybe what we should do to kind of show the arc is kind of just go over the movie, not obviously not in great detail, but kind of where things start out, how they progress. Because I'm not going to be able to not talk about. I don't think we can talk about the best antagonist in any DreamWorks film that like my favorite antagonist in a DreamWorks film. I don't think we can really talk about, especially Puss's character without talking about him. So I don't know. I know we're kind of far into it already, but do we kind of want to just give a, like start doing a bit of a recap, I guess. Or do you just want to talk about the the guy that just you're obviously so dancing well, no, around? But just talk about the guy. Well, no, but the we issue. We just talk but, about the guy. But the, okay, let me let me do it like this. Is that'll lead into the, the whole arc stuff. Let's be honest. Here. It's true. Yeah, because he shows up within the first like what twenty? No, 20 ten minutes. 
yeah, 20 minutes of the film. I don't know. Anyways, the fight and then the so I'll, I'll, I'll then just I'll just real quick summarize. So the movie movie starts out. Puss is uh, holding like some sort of party. You know, he's not really caring. He's very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, nonchalant. Yeah, he's very nonchalant about a lot of the stuff he does. Yeah. He's really having arrogant. a lot of yeah. Sorry, yes, thank you. He's very arrogant My about uh, it. <laughs> very, he's very no arrogant. He doesn't... Mine had more words in the beginning. Is... Shut up, <laughs> Logan. I couldn't hear you. Logan was talking. What's up? He doesn't care. Basically, uh, what he doesn't really care about his. Uh, he doesn't really care about his life. He's very. He's treating it as a joke. He doesn't really care about too much. He's like, no, I'm like, I'm the legend. Like, I, I you know. I'm fine, whatever. And that's kind of what he tells the doctor revealed that he only has one life left. So the doctor's just like, Hey, you need to retire. Like, cause you're like legit gonna die. That's it. Well, legit be done dead after the last step. Yeah, he already yeah, used yeah, the Contra cheat time. code. So he doesn't have any extras. So after, uh, uh, the barber, he, he's like, I, I don't need to retire. Also a it, it was also that, uh barber's orders i i mean doctor's orders <laughs> funny joke so essentially after that post he's in uh like a bar he's drinking cream because they can't actually you know have alcohol uh but he's just like can he's just a cat yeah true but so they're talking he's just like yeah i don't need to retire whatever like he's still like you know not really taking it seriously and then here comes this motherfucker <laughs> You say he, he's he, a whistle happens. He's uh, sorry, my lips are not very. <laughs> well, we're in suspense here. It, yeah. I can't do it as well, but <clears throat> it's hear this whistle. He just goes. Just goes like nothing, I guess. He's what? breathed a bit into the microphone. If you just oh, God damn it, 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 it cut it out. Up. Fuck, damn it. All right, whatever. Uh, just it's absolute dead silence for That's not what it sounds like. Bah, 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 yeah. bah. Let me see if this works. Hold on. Uh, I'm just back up a bit. Uh, do something. No, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I want to see if you can hear this. Are you playing it right are now? Are you doing something? God damn it! <laughs> I don't. Well, I, you're, I, I'm here okay, now, man. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> One more try. All right, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not hearing anything. No. Uh, I'm playing it in the last can, and I literally have the mic shoved in the. Okay, fuck it. Whatever. So it it's a whistle. It's creepy. I wish I could portray it to you, but whatever. I, actually, you know what? No, I don't. You should know what it sounds like if you're here, fucker. <laughs> it seems Got today him. that all. Oh, wait, you said it was a whistle. Yeah, but it's like ba 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 ba. Anyways, really creepy intro. And all of a sudden, this motherfucker is just sitting next to Puss. It's not like this guy's small. He's a big guy. And he's just, he's just, he's just there. And so he's just like, oh, wow. oh, my God. Is that fucking Puss in boots right in the me? Exactly, exactly what he said. <laughs> There's a famous hat with the yes. feather. 
And of course, There's the boots. The boots. My compliments, My compliments to your cobbler. Your cobbler. <laughs> Plus, yeah, obviously, sidles a little bit again. farther away from him in his seat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because there's little moments like that where, again, normally maybe you'd play it up for a joke. Like, you know, like you'd play up the situation for a joke. But no, again, the movie takes it seriously enough where Puss is just in a bar with this fucking creeper. And he's just like, uh, yeah, nice to meet you, too. And he just kind of scoots away, which makes it funnier because that's what I would do. <laughs> because I'd be like, uh, sure. Bye. <laughs> Hi, hello. He's gonna step away from you. <laughs> and uh, uh, again, the movie does a lot of things like that. Where uh, again, because it takes it seriously, and I can relate to Puss because I'm just like he, just like me for real, for real. That makes it funnier. But eventually, he's just like, "Hey, yeah, you know, I've been following you for a while." And I, I want to bring this up specifically because. I will be honest, I have been watching people watching Puss in Boots because I want to see their reactions to certain things because I'm, I'm curious. Um, I don't know if it was just us picking up on it immediately or maybe it's not as overt as I thought. I don't know. But essentially, uh, the guy or this wolf, he puts Puss's like wanted sign because he's Puss is an outlaw. Uh down on the table he's like i'm a big fan sign right here and he's like tapping like because it's dead or alive so he's tapping dead and i want to just ask we all picked up like pretty immediately that he's saying i'm gonna kill you right like, oh yeah michael yeah yeah okay sorry just, just because i've been watching some people like reacting to it and the people that show that scene they're just like dead like what is this guy it's just like did you not? Did you not? Why pick would up I that sign he... on the text? <laughs> no, it, like, like actually, <laughs> some people are just like dead. Why would he sign on dead? It's just like, like they you... couldn't have. They literally could not have spelled it out <laughs> any clearer for you. <laughs> they did spell it, it out. <laughs> he pointed at it. Yeah, just like I don't, did. They not realize that he's saying I'm gonna kill you. Well, like I, I don't know. Sorry, no. That's that's a complete tangent and just a, a thing I wanted to be like. I wasn't like the only one that picked up on that, right? Like I'm pretty sure we were all looked at each other, just like, oh, this fucker. Yeah, this guy's gonna fight him. And this was not the first time we did that. No, the the first time he showed up, we were all just like, that was sick. And then he was talking. We're like, all right, this guy's a creeper. And then he did that thing. And we're all just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Right. And so Puss is just like, oh, you're a bounty hunter. And he's being like his cool self. He's being the legend and whatnot. And he's just like, I'm going to fight you. And the wolf's just like, bet. So... First off, immediately, so essentially the whole fight, like, Puss is very confident in the beginning, and the wolf just completely outclasses him. It's like, it's like he's not trying. And eventually, he he's lands... He's drinking while he does it. Yeah, he's yeah he's drinking while he does it. And he's, like, making fun of him while he does it. Like, Puss tries to stab him, like, three times, and he's just like, slow, sloppy, sad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and 
eventually he gets a hit on Puss. And in, sorry, there's a beginning opening musical number. And the whole thing is like how Puss is fearless, how he's never been touched by a blade. They emphasize that <laughs> quite a bit. Um, and then something happens that I've never seen in a kid's movie. Because when you first initially see the hit, he gets you see some like hair get cut. And you're like, oh, wow, that was a close call. And then you saw, start to see blood trickle down Puss's face. And it's just like, whoa, excuse me? He can blood bleed. in a children's movie? He bleeds. Talking cat that movie? That means we can kill him. It was, just some, it was just some grape jelly that fell off the ceiling when he went down <laughs> on. Oh, well, it wasn't really blood. It's like, oh, a snap. True. My donut. Had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> oh, I was wondering what that was. Uh -oh. yeah, was going to be a hell of a sentence that's coming up here. <laughs> no, I'm sneezing. Um, and essentially, this so this is like the first time Puss has ever been hit, and like he like he this is like the I, I don't I think so anyway. I didn't watch the movie beforehand, but uh, it, it's like the first time he's seen his own blood, and this he's on his last life, so he starts freaking out. Like he literally starts seeing his lives flashing before his eyes. And then, of course, this motherfucker is just like... <laughs> or, sorry, he gets scared first. That's the first thing that happens. And the wolf, intimidating motherfucker he is, is just like, I love the smell of fear. Like, he will not let up on just being this 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 guy. And so his lives start... So he's just taunting him. Like, his life starts flashing before his eyes. He's like, what's wrong? Lives, lives flashing before your eyes? You're <laughs> just like, dude, <laughs> it's a talking cat movie. Why are you so fucking intimidating? Can we and just take a moment to, to talk about this? Like, yeah. why is he so, why is this cartoon wolf literally the most intimidating villain I have dude. seen in a movie? I don't care that's a kid's movie. He's dude. this any movie. I'm dude. more scared of this wolf than I've been of Michael Myers for the past several movies. True, because he dude, when he some fucking, Michael Myers stuff. when he Super fucking movie. kicks, puts his sword over to him, and he's just like, "Pick it up, pick it up." <laughs> it's just like, dude, <laughs> like why, why is that making me be like, "Fuck, get the fuck out of there!" Ah, uh, it's so refreshing to have a villain that's actually serious as a villain. Like, yes, I feel like in so much child's entertainment these days, it's just the bad guy's a funny guy because people don't like mean people. They like wacky. They like memes. This guy, <laughs> this freaking wolf, <laughs> rattles me to my core. He's 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 he just wants to kill Puss in Boots. That is his motive. That yeah, that's all he wants to do, and he can definitely do it. Like it's not like. Like he, like realistically, if you really thought about it, are they actually gonna kill Puss in Boots? No, but yes, they clearly <laughs> did it right at the beginning of the movie. Like, they did it many right. times. A gigantic uh -oh. bell fell right. Out. A gigantic yeah. dong. <laughs> Puss in Boots does not need a spotter, and then he died. He died. That's honestly a horrifying just because I lift. That's like that's why I have a spotter if I do anything. Heavy, yeah. I'm not I'm not going out like that. It's <laughs> a good message. Suicide have a spotter. Don't die like a cat. Yeah, don't be a spotter. But don't be a cartoon. I mean, 
<laughs> Don't be a I, I can't say. But yes, he's legitimately one of the most intimidating antagonists that I've seen in a while. Because yeah, I, I feel like when we did our villains episode, I think we did that at some point. We were talking about what the fuck happened to the villains. Mm-hmm. This is a really refreshing example of how, well, I guess at antagonist, but this is just a, well, actually, no, Jack is also a pretty refreshing. Um, this is a great example of, you can be a kid's movie and still have an intimidating antagonist. I remember I, I seeing some article saying like, oh, some parents are like upset or something or whatever or about the Puss in Boots movie. I'm like, wait, why? And they're just like, oh, because the wolf is too scary. It's too dark. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Didn't realize you were raising a little baby. Yeah, I was going to say, baby. you realize you are raising a bitch. No, you should. he no, should be watching this. Get this some... is a movie literally about life and death. Yes, yeah. Puts' his life is in danger here. <laughs> it's been too long since we've had actual characters being... Or, yeah, no, I, you know what? No, fuck it. I, I was right. Actual characters be in actual danger. I, it's It's been too long. It's very nice. And so, uh, sorry, essentially, Puss, who's been established to be fearless, all this other kind of jazz, very strong, completely outclassed, and runs away in fear. And my man's is just, he he's just like, he, he literally like licks his lips. He's just like, nice. Uh, does his intimidating it. whistle again because we it, really actually. need to establish that whistle because mm-hmm. anytime you hear it you're gonna shit your pants uh <laughs> so puss runs and he escapes in like a not dignified way i feel like that's what this what the scene is really emphasizing is when puss is af- like the first time he's afraid he does some very undignified things to get away he literally goes through like this sewer pipe to get out it's gross. He climbs in a turlet. He does. <clears throat> so Puss leaves. He's just like, all right, I'm done. Guess I'll go be a lap cat. You know, it's better than being dead. <laughs> uh, better to be a chicken than a dead chicken. Yeah. So he goes. My the whole, The whole thing that we were talking about earlier with him becoming tired and whatever and with Perito and all that kind of stuff happens. Uh, we're introduced to Goldilocks, who, like, they're characters in the movie, and they're definitely fun, uh, but they're, like, the they're the third, quote-unquote, antagonist, but they're only really antagonist in the way that they're just after what the hero's after, but they're not really evil. Like, it's just, it's just conflicting... Um, right. They they just oh. want the same thing as Puss in Boots. It's just yeah. that if Puss in Boots has it, then they can have it. So it is yeah. just mostly a conflict of interest. They're yeah. definitely the. Uh, I guess nice is the word when it comes to the uh, opposing forces. I mean, honestly, yeah, and uh, they have a pretty good dynamic. It's a fun take on Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Uh, I really like the subversion that they kind of plant early on because they introduce them and it's this very uh, almost dire circumstance where it's Goldilocks and these three bears that just seem like bears. They're, you know, they're growling, they're foaming at the mouths and whatnot. But then they actually, you know, they show up again 
and the bears get on hind legs and they actually start talking like a proper British family. And it's just, well, yeah, cause it, it, it caught me off guard. I'm like, Oh, there are, Oh, Oh, they're characters. I forgot that. I forgot the bears could do that in this universe. Yeah. I was going to say, cause they, they grab the cat lady and the big father bear. He's like, he's big and tough and he's like going at her. And he just, then he just goes, excuse me, my darling. <laughs> we're, we're looking <laughs> we're for the legendary person. <laughs> do you happen to know where he is? <laughs> and then the, and again, Sorry, I'm just remembering what the mama bear says because I was also surprised at this. She steps in and she's like, tell us where he is or I'll have your guts for God. It's just like, you just threatened to disembowel this woman in a kid's movie. (laughs) Um, And they did it in such a twee way. Ah, too hard. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's okay because it was too hard. Yes, they acknowledged it was too hard. Essentially, uh, the whole point of that scene is to kind of spur Puss back into being Puss in Boots because Goldilocks, uh, they they do find Puss, but she's just like, you think this old bag of bones is a legend? And Puss is just like, well, that stings. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then essentially... Ouch, right in the beard. Yes, yeah, so they think he's dead because Puss buried his stuff. Uh, and essentially, it's a way to get him and uh, Perito, who he's uh, established uh, uh, a sorry relationship with. I forgot what the word was. <clears throat> they go off. It's been so long. To steal from uh, Jack Horner, who Puss immediately sets out because he's just like, no, not Jack. Like, why? Why don't stealing from him is a bad idea? But he goes and does it anyway. And then uh, we finally are introduced to our last antagonist of the movie. Jack Horner, who is great. The one with the jowls. The one with the jowls. And I'm just going to say this right now. The, the mighty reason jowls. Why, the reason why I find Jack so refreshing is because he's one of those villains who's just evil for the sake of being evil. He's unapologetically evil. He has a mm-hmm. fucking wall or a trophy thing of baby unicorn horns. Yeah, you heard me. Not unicorns, baby unicorn horns. <laughs> right. It's nice that they, try yeah, to give they him don't man. have uh... Sorry, you can go, Michael. I was going to say, they even try to give him Yeah, so it's nice that they give him an accent. We actually so, have yeah, a villain this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Michael? Uh, they just even give this man Jiminy Cricket to try to give him a conscience, and he's just like, huh, I won't be having none of that. <laughs> Miss yeah, me with so that, that shit. Me. Yeah, because they establish him. He's also pretty funny. Not in necessarily like because he's trying to be funny, but it's just because all of the horrible shit he does, he's just so unapologetic about it. And like his his commentary, like he he just has like he just comments on stuff where he is. It's he's great. Very, he's very, he's almost cognizant of the tropes that he's playing into at times. Yes, very like, much uh, so. <laughs> Like oh, like he's about to attack, and then he gets you know because he spent such a uh, a long time drawing out. Like I think it's time to bury the hatchet, and then he gets kicked in the face. Like I shouldn't have telegraphed it. Yeah, it also helps. He's voiced by John Mulaney, like because John Mulaney just has that that voice of like, hey, I like I I don't I don't even know how to do it. But you want to punch me, don't you? But you can't can't do it. Like yeah, he, yeah, he does have that kind of <laughs> like he's got a good like taunting lilt to his voice. It really, really does yeah. fit uh, Jack Horner, but it is nice that, like you're saying, like he's just 
he's just a bastard. Like he doesn't, they don't control, like they give him a little bit of backstory, uh, but they don't make it like, oh, but he's just a nice guy who was led astray. No, he was a guy who was, uh, wasn't even built that raw hand on, or dealt that raw hand. Honestly, he's just kind of an asshole. They try no. to give him Jiminy Cricket to turn him around. He's like, nope. There's literally a line where it's like, you're not going to shoot a puppy, are you? <sighs> yeah. In the face. Why? Yeah, he literally says that. Because no, and they don't try and make him sympathetic at all. Because there's a scene with Jiminy Cricket later where he's just like, "Ah, my childhood. Where to even start? All I had were loving parents, a mansion, no worries in the world, and a thriving uh, like pie business to inherit." But who cares about all that yeah, crap? Useless <laughs> crap like that. Yeah, <laughs> Jiminy is just like, "Are you?" fucking kidding me uh but no and again it's refreshing where they don't try and again i get the sympathetic villain thing but it is nice just just to have someone who's a bastard jack is just a a bastard bastard. yeah uh so he's funny but he's not a joke like we were talking about yeah exactly uh so then they introduce uh kitty uh because puss is about to steal it kitty uh comes up kitty soft paws who uh, I don't know. Was the in the first Puss movie. I doesn't yeah. Really she know. was the she was another main character from the original Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. If but... you haven't seen that one, that's like the only thing you maybe won't get. But even still, they kind of like they, they explain that... her name. They explain what she does and who she is. Like <clears throat> you guys didn't really feel like you were lost with her, right? Like no, because they establish who no. she is and she has a history of Puss very quickly. And it's just like all right, I'm... that's. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that she like knew him as soon as uh, they encountered each other. I was like, oh, they have a past. Okay, I get it. Yeah, and well, it's really smart how they introduce him too, because she's just like puss, and he's like kitty, you know, like surprised. And then as soon as she realizes who it is, she's just like puss, like pissed off. <laughs> and puss is just like kitty, like hey, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> And she kicks him in the face. And it's just like, you know what? He probably deserved that. Uh, <laughs> Whatever he did, I'm here for it. It's like Queen. Yes. And uh, they have uh, banter back and forth. Uh, Goldilocks and the three bears come in. And then it's like our first big kind of fight, kind of. Um, and essentially, it's the whole thing just to kind of get uh, all the... like It's establishing all the groups that we're going to have in this movie. So there's... Puss Kitty and Perito, there's Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and then there's Jack and his dispensable crew. <laughs> Baker's Dozen. <laughs> the Baker's yes. Dozen. Um, and then there's that wolf bastard. Well, I was going to say, because they're escaping, they have the map, they're driving away. Uh, <clears throat> in order to get away from the people, Puss drops some gold into the streets, and for a second, Puss is back to being Puss in Boots. Where he's just like, accept this gift from the Puss in Boots. And pe- the people are like, yeah, woo. And he's just like, yeah, feeling yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but thank you. And then you hear that now. fucking whistle. And the wolf is in the middle of the crowd. And like the alpha Chad he is, he fucking puts two coins over his eyes and points at Puss. And it's just like, you did not just care on this man you did not just invoke greek mythology to threaten this man you didn't just do that (laughs) i know of all the animation studios in the world dreamworks didn't evoke the karen's oval you not no 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 
do you need more evidence that this is the coldest guy in the universe? <laughs> it's like so that... threatening. We were sitting there watching it. We're just like, oh, that whistle. Like, you know, for, like the whistle is creepy and whatnot. As soon as he did that, and we just all looked at each other, we're just like, why is he so intimidating? Why am I like legitimately afraid of this man? Pissed <laughs> in these pants. <laughs> Scott had to take a double PP break because he was too scary. <laughs> too scary. Wolf is scary. Bad yes. movie. Too scary. Uh, I mean, okay, okay. So then, uh, like we were talking about before, they have like a what, like a five minute convo essentially on the road where Puss and Kitty are going back and forth in terms of you know can't trust you, can't trust you. Perito is kind of in this where he's just like pure hearted and they don't know how to deal with him. Like there's no de- there's no deceitful bone in this dog's body, and like they don't believe that. <laughs> uh, Can we just take a second? We kind of skipped over Perito yeah. a little bit in his introduction. Like I, I I'm really impressed with Perito. Like he's such a delightful little guy. But yeah. sometimes when they try to go, when the studios try to push that like super positive all the time character, it's, it's just means an annoying character who <laughs> yeah. just talks too much. Um, and Perito definitely is a bit of a motor mouth, but it's never annoying. Like it's, it's never annoying. He's so endearing. I don't know how they managed it, but he's so good. He's so cute. I love him. Yeah. I think it's because they struck a balance between him being very positive and yeah, he is being a bit of a motor mouth, but it's never like it's never like being positive just for being positive sake. It's always him taking a situation and spinning it in a positive manner, but he's not trying to push it on anyone i think is like the really big thing he's never like oh you should be more positive because then you'll be more happy no he's just like man today's great i have a great time Woo! <laughs> i love it here yeah pretty much yeah. i feel like you're um, right they're not like it's it's not really his like it's like how he uses that positivity i think you're right yeah. it's just that's just who he is he's not trying to force it and doesn't yes. feel forced honestly yeah uh so, so they have a conversation, kind of established characters. You know, Kitty and Puss have a backstory. Perito is unrelentingly positive. <laughs> he also um, doesn't understand necessarily when Kitty and Puss are either threatening or like trying to trick him or anything like that. He's just like, all right, <laughs> I'll trust you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, they also weave in that he has a pretty dark backstory but again he's talking about it like it's a positive thing and i think that's what kind of makes him endearing is that he's talking about these things and it's not that he's trying to put a positive spin on it it's that he just doesn't grasp that what has happened to him is absolutely horrible and he thinks it's like he thinks it's a game he thinks it's funny he's he, he just doesn't have the capacity to think that people are being malicious towards him uh, so they established that again, finally get to the forest. I, I'm trying to go, I don't want to get, you know, obviously too far into right. anything. Get well, to the yeah, forest. At this point, the, the adventure itself is kind of kicked off and they are in yes. the forest where the star will eventually be. Yes. Uh, they go through that whole scene where again, Puss has like the fire and brimstone kind of map because the map changes based on whoever's touching it. Uh, Kitty touches it and it's like acidic and toxic and all that other kind of jazz because and, and again I feel like that's a really good way to establish that 
these characters aren't necessarily good people or they just have like a lot of issues <laughs> um and then of course Perito touches it and it's like super easy it's like the pocket full of posies the river of relaxation uh the mountain of quick and easy solutions yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and then right surprise was the first joke i was expecting like uh what either puss or a kitty's map to end with something like uh eternally frying on like it's a skillet or something like that but yeah. no they I, i'm impressed that they managed <laughs> to only have the one jokey area <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so they're both like okay well don't know why he gets the easy shit but you know whatever let's go and they do establish that puss and kitty uh both have a wish perito does not he he's just like i i don't need a wish i don't I don't even know what I would do with this. He's just kind of along for the ride, honestly. <laughs> um, I've got great friends. What else do I need? People he yes. just met two hours ago. For real, yep. for real. And then, so Goldilocks and Jack eventually show up. Uh, going through Perito's thing, uh, Puss and Kitty try and do it their way. Essentially, they learn that, and Perito's kind of like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just need to appreciate stuff. Sometimes you just need to smell the roses. And they're both just like, that's fucking dumb, but, you know, whatever. We, <laughs> this is what we need to do. Uh, so they start going through there, and then I'm trying to remember what exactly happens. Because uh, I know Goldilocks catch, Goldilocks and Jack catches up. Right, Jack hits with some more jokes with, like, Excalibur, where he couldn't take it out of the rock, so he just took the rock, too. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. He eventually Which is gets very the, funny. It, it is very funny. He gets to the pocket of posies. Jiminy Cricket comes out from some sh- shenanigans. A bunch of the bakers doesn't literally actually die. <laughs> um, and Jack is again just kind of showcases how much of a bastard he is. Uh, Rat bastard in yes. the face. Why? Yes. Because <laughs> after that, uh, we get more scenes. And again, I'm not. I don't want to delve too deep in this this is me trying not to delve deep into it uh but we hate kinda, to hear what a deep dive uh, is Ooh. sorry yeah there, there's a there's a river ride it establishes more that hey puss and kitty have a past and it actually seems like it's more of a romantic kind of past but then something happened in uh what's it uh Sal coloma santa coloma santa coloma so something happened there that kind of put a divide between them but we don't really know but they clearly still have some sort of feelings for each other uh, and then just kiss already, uh, you fools. Yes. Uh, and then Puss gets rid of his stick because he lost his sword, uh, which <laughs> Perito jumps into the water after him because, of course, he's a dog. So, I, again, I just appreciate that they they're like, yeah, they're talking, but they're still animals. There's they still have instinct. And that's when we have our second big fight scene and our second big fight scene. Again, it's between Goldie, uh, Jack and puss and everyone else and that's when everyone first... dies that's what you're talking about yeah that's when the unicorn horn thing comes into play and people are actually dying and during the animation uh during the fight especially with puss he's acting like you know he's still dodging and everything but he's not really fighting he's kind of just dodging things because again he's on one last life like he almost gets stabbed by a butcher knife and he's just like like a cat like and does like this like the scared cat thing that was a really uh, good cat impression yes thank you things essentially there's a battle going on they're fighting over the map blah 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 uh puss eventually i think after one of the guys explodes in the unicorn horn 
you know, it's, it's very much chaos. Puss is worried about dying. And then you hear the fucking whistle again. <laughs> and Puss is just like, oh my god, what? And then you turn around and the wolf is fucking stanced up. Like, I, what, like what, I, Logan, I, what? Careful I don't know. wording. The wolf is, what? Stanced up. Okay, that's better. The f- what? <laughs> Wait, I'm also confused. What what could he have said? He said the wolf was fucking, and I thought he was gonna stop. Oh. <laughs> Michael's Michael's doing what he wants to hear. Michael wants to fuck the wolf <laughs> anyway. Wait, Michael wait, wait. Furry confirmed. Um. So yeah. So this man, and by the way, like, even though he didn't touch the map, like, where the wolf is stanced up is like like creepy too like his background where he is like it's just like good lord could you stop it um so puss runs off and this is like the whole panic attack thing where he's like he's uh and sorry he's actually having an actual panic attack having an actual panic attack he's seeing the wolf everywhere uh there's some this the stone one was a little obvious but there's a cool thing where he's just like seeing the wolf everywhere and so Perito goes over, calms him down. We figure out Puss actually left. Uh, sorry, after Puss calms down, um, we figure out. Uh, or sorry, he tells Perito, "Is like I'm on my last life. Uh, you know, I'm kind of really starting to reflect and not really know. Like I'm not really the legend. I don't really have any fear." And Perito, with his constant positivity, uh, is kind of like you know, hey, you know, I'm. I don't remember if he says it specifically this much, but essentially starts hinting at like, you know, maybe you don't need nine lives and things like that. And uh, eventually we find out that uh, the reason why there's such a disconnect or uh, conflict between Puss and Kitty is because Santa Coloma was not a heist gone bad. It was a wedding that Puss ran away from. Uh, Weddings can be heists. Shut up. So <laughs> that's topical satire, Michael. <laughs> Heist of a man's freedom. <laughs> Michael Holy hates God. marriage. Confirmed. He's a furry and he hates marriage. All right. There we go. I'm glad we've established this about Michael. These are the things we know. <laughs> uh, so kind of finds that out and Perito's just like, well, maybe you should tell her because, you know, maybe that would make her feel better and you. Uh and so and Kitty overhears this and but she's she's pretty cool. So she pretends not to have heard it. Uh, so eventually Kitty. Uh, sorry, Goldilocks got the uh, got the map uh, in between all of that. I forgot that. But they kind of have a conversation about uh, uh, Puss actually apologizes to her, which I'm surprised. At. I thought they were going to like <laughs> I thought they were going to not do that and have the cliche like uh, Kitty. uh you know what? Never mind. That's not important. But no, he just goes for they really it. Really, and... telegraphed it like it might do that. Yeah, no. but no, he but actually no, it's goes... just a hard topic for him to bring up. Yeah, no, but he actually goes for it. He talks about it. They have a back and forth. Kitty's just like, "Yeah, I didn't go either," and he's just like, "What the fuck do you mean you didn't go?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, "Oh, you know, I couldn't compete with your one true love, which is you, because you're obsessed with yourself, with like Sunny a legend." D- yeah. Uh, but I don't see that guy anymore. Uh, so, you know, he's just like, okay, maybe she's just essentially like, you know, there might still be hope for us. Uh, 
eventually uh and then there's something with goldilocks and the three bears where they see their past they're in their house eventually again everyone no sorry it's just puss and uh it's just the puss group and uh goldie group uh where they try and steal the map back some shenanigans happen uh essentially puss kitty and perito all get separated because puss grabs the map and he ends up in the cave of lost souls uh kitty goes to save perito because he was saved by goldilocks or saved sorry kidnapped by goldilocks um they have a whole thing with uh goldilocks and perito where he's kind of watching their family in between and again the guy is nothing but just a ball of positivity so he's seeing like their family fighting and after he <laughs> after he tells them off without meaning to tell them off uh, he's just like you know goldilocks you have a really nice family like you won the orphan lottery so it's kind of nice kitty saves him and then we go back to puss sorry because uh, honestly i feel uh, the other side plots and whatnot are good I just like the puss and the wolf one are like like the ones the the big ones. So puss is in the lost cave or lost the cave of the lost souls, and it's all of his previous lives. And they're like all like, oh hey puss, remember how cool yeah. we are? Remember how good we are? Woo hoo yeah, let's party! Yeah. And he's kind of like reveling in it a bit. Everyone's and, here, singing puss, drunk puss, strong puss, cheating yeah. puss, narcoleptic puss. Yeah. And then they're Plus just like in danger of being audited by the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially, though, he's just like, you know, hey, you know, it was fun, but I got to get back. And the other ones are just like, get back. What are you talking about? You're the legend. And he's just like, well, you know, and then I don't really know if I want to be that. And they're just like, oh, you've changed. You're, you're we should call him wuss in boot. <laughs> and then one of my <laughs> I love this from Puss. He's just like, you know, you guys are jerks. And that is very conflicting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Um, but essentially, they're just like, oh, you know, you're not the fearless legend anymore. You're, uh, you know, if you leave now, you're always going to live your life. And this motherfucker pulls up and he finishes this sentence. He's just like, fear. And he's just, just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And uh, so, so Wolf is just there. Okay, <laughs> I guess this guy's here now. So he, he, it's like, this, oh my god, sorry. It's like this Look guy is here now. <laughs> uh, and uh, emerged. Yes, and so all of his versions, they're just like, okay, what the fuck is going on? So essentially, the wolf is just like, hey, puss, I don't like you. I really find all of this life stuff really annoying and puss is just like wait a minute you're no bounty hunter you're death and he's just like yeah not metaphorically not poetically not uh not rhetorically or theoretically or any or other fancy way death i'm death straight, straight up, up. <laughs> they really wanted to like any fan theory out there is squashed right now we're not doing anything special so we're just it's as simple as that don't yeah. overthink it anyone so, hey, you know what? that's fair if we're gonna make little jack horner its own character out of like a <laughs> what an eight line nursery rhyme yeah, yeah okay well we can have an actual personification of death not personification wolf wolfification of death yes makes makes sense 
And so essentially the wolf is just like, or death. Sorry, I'm just going to call him death now. Death is just like, yeah, I don't like cats because I really don't like how they have nine lives. It bothers me. And you bother me especially because you haven't cared a shit about any of your lives. So I'm just going to go ahead and do us both a favor and kill you now. And <laughs> one of my favorite lines, sorry, just because uh, I know I'm doing it again. All right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell us your biggest If you line. haven't picked up on it, he's doing it again. <laughs> I'm doing it again. I'm sorry. I promise I'll stop after this. Or I'll That's skip the ahead to the... Solution. Uh, no, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Uh, well, my favorite Here's line resolution. Is, well, Logan doesn't get to do the plot recaps anymore. That, yeah, I mean, honestly, probably shouldn't. Uh, one of the posts is just, just like that's cheating, and he throws this thing at him. He's just like, Shh, don't tell. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's great. So Puss runs like he's really fucking scared because it's like actually literally death coming after him is just like oh fuck so and this is the bit there. i was talking about where the scenery changes like it's the yeah. cave of souls and all of the, it's like a pretty normal cave with crystals in it before but when death is chasing him it fills with this blood red and then it's just this these refractions and reflections of death everywhere around him like that's terrifying i'm pissing that's yeah. terrifying so uh they well, all everyone eventually makes it to the star um there's a whole thing between uh, again puss and kitty like she thinks he's being very selfish he's just like wait no death is actually after me even though he is still trying to make you know his own wish because he thinks that's what he needs the whole thing blah blah, blah back and forth and they had there's a big fight between everybody uh jack is everyone's essentially defeated and the whole kind of the last arc for puss or i guess like the last kind of push for puss is Parito brings him the map and he's just like, you know, I think my life is pretty special with you guys in it. Maybe one's enough. And Puss is just like, hmm, maybe it is. And then this motherfucker, <laughs> again, whistling, comes up and there's like, so I just want to establish this, just like, again, how intimidating this fucking guy is. There's this big wall of like energy or whatever where we've established that if you go through there, you fucking die. My man just walks right through it like nothing. He's just like, eh, I'm deaf. What are you going to do? Kill me? No. <laughs> what am I going to do? Kill myself? I don't have the guts. <laughs> I don't have that guts. Uh, and so big final battle or a big final uh, fight between death and puss. Uh, it calls Who back... has the option of wishing on the star right then and there. He has yes. the map. He can wish for and, his lives back or and, and... he can take yeah. his sword, which death kindly brought for him. And yeah, pick it up, pick and it up. Yeah, say death taunts him in the exact same way he taunts him before, and his life flashes before his eyes again. Except now, it's the life like it's the movie that we just watched. It's like flashes from that, or at least those are now included. And death is just like you want to run away like a little bitch again, and puss is just like, nah, I'm a fight, and he's just like, ah bet so <laughs> uh they have a very well animated fight uh push push jesus christ push push comes, push comes to show uh push eventually gets <laughs> uh the the upper hand fucking throws death his weapon back and sends it back to him he's like pick it up <laughs> it's just like oh shit uh <clears throat> 
so essentially uh puss is just like hey you know i'm i know i can't beat you like you're death like i'm not gonna beat you but i'm not gonna stop fighting for the life i have now and death is just like are you sure about that and he says he's he's like he's really looking at him he's looking at him he's just like mm, mm, god damn it <laughs> see that's why i, I love... was surprised they used that language in the game I mean, we talked about the language already but i'm surprised <laughs> that you actually said that in the movie. he's he's an angry wolf yeah. Th- th- that is why I love Death so much as an antagonist in this movie, because it's not like some dressed up like, oh, Puss is like, you know, I will never stop fighting for this life I have. And Death's not like, that's the moral I always wanted to <laughs> learn. Good luck, young Puss. And then goes away. He's literally like, you are ruining this for me. He <laughs> wanted to come kill Puss in Boots because he wanted to do it because it was going to be cathartic. And it was going to be fun. He's going to kill this arrogant little cat. But now he just there's no thrill in it because this cat understands death. He finally now sees he's just a death. cat. And so he just leaves. He's like, live your life, live it well. And he just goes like yeah. he it's it's he's so unflinching. He's so sadistic. This is what he wanted. And he's just <laughs> not getting it. And I, I just love that commitment to it. It's such a such a, such a great villain. I'm so surprised. It's yeah no he's great and I think I, the thing that I I the, I feel like the final nail on the head like the, I guess the last test for Puss is when he turns back to him and he's just like you know we'll meet again right and instead of being like oh I left in the face of death he's just like yeah I know and he's he literally like, says right. <laughs> see you when I die yeah and he's just like all right see ya <laughs> and he just goes see you then it's great and Hasta I la think yeah, I sort of. I, I, sorry, I like completely fucked up the Spanish there. I'm not even gonna try again. <laughs> Leave that this guy. It's okay. We got a good one. We, yeah, we got my and take. I, Just use my take. I don't. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when because he does whistle again for the final time before he disappears, he does it in like a much higher note. Like instead of like the intimidating kind of like a low note that he was doing, he does it in a lot lighter of a note. I have seen that he does switch keys when he, he does. Uh, for his I final really one, notice. and which is I... such a little detail. <laughs> it's so good because, it, like, sure, is he like, uh, like, a uh, uh, pissed off he didn't get to kill the arrogant little fuck? Yeah, but is he kind of happy that he's just like, all right, he finally learned, you know, to respect death and care about the actual life he has. You know, not not the outcome I wanted, but eh, better than. <laughs> Better than it so good. Uh, so it's again, with symbols, let's get his sword back when he's got his gauntlets back, and he mean? understands only when he deserves the sword. Oh my goodness, he's got symbols. Oh my back. All right. Oh my goodness. So that is that is all I'm gonna fucking say about that arc. So essentially, sorry, because I know I did it again. I've been trying not to do it, and I realized about halfway through that I was doing it again. But I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm committing." <laughs> well, it'd be awkward if you do it halfway and then. I like, mean, it was. Yeah. I'm gonna skip to the part where he doesn't kill the cat. Yeah. So sorry, <laughs> but it, I just I just love that arc, and I just felt it necessary to. I don't know why I ne- you shouldn't be here if I'm spoiling it for you. So I should, I guess I should have just thought of that immediately. Fuck. I mean, honestly, probably could just cut to that. The second we start talking about that. I could. Yeah. That's okay. That's next time. Next time. Next time. 
next time just don't we think stumble any plot just, just yeah don't sorry do i'll just i'll try and just stick do to anything. the absolute i'll i'll stick i'll like hop. No, do I nothing. Will hop. All, no. right, all right i guess i'll do nothing uh <laughs> scott says do nothing uh, all right somebody else uh, you don't have to recap the last of it i that's i Somebody else talk about like the last of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, well, that's kind of the that's kind of where the movie not doesn't really end because there is the final battle between Goldie, Jack Horner, and the Puss Gang Team Friendship uh, takes place <laughs> after that. Yeah, uh, but I'd say at that point things just sort of kind of wrap up how you would expect them to. Yeah. Uh, Goldie has a chance to make the wish, uh, her wish wanting to be, you know, having a different family just because she's not a bear. Uh, but then, of course, realizing that Wait, she does have what? a family, a bear family. And so they all decide. And then Kitty Softpaws had a wish to have someone she could trust. But seeing Puss, you know, being so vulnerable now, she's like, well, I have that. And so they all just tear up the map and Jack Horner doesn't get shit. Yeah. And Very Jiminy Cricket gets shit on. <laughs> And, J- and Jimmy yeah. Cricket comes back and burns up the last because he's on a phoenix and he burns up the last part of it. He's like, consider this my resignation, mister, because he still has to be polite. <laughs> but it's great. I didn't think Jimmy the Cricket the delivering the coup de grace on a yeah, phoenix. It- I don't think I would expect that sentence to be said. <laughs> it's great. Wild. But my was a great. Right. Uh, and then from there, things just kind of work out as you'd expect. The Goldilocks and the Bears go home. Uh, Puss and Kitty reconcile, and they uh, set off with uh, Perito for new adventures. By and the will... way, sorry, sorry I, I, what's up? I, I just wanted to point out because so, the whole thing, because with uh, Perito, I wouldn't say he necessarily changed too much, but Perito was never his name until the end of the movie. Because what I think Perito means puppy in Spanish, right? Yeah, it's just puppy. Yeah, that's so just they, how they're referring to him. Yeah, they've just been referring to him as that. Uh, but essentially, it's it's kind of a nice moment where he's just like they're coming up with names for him, and he's just like, I think I'll stick with Pedito because you know that's what my friends call me. It's like, oh, that's nice. My friends so, I've really. known for one whole day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's binding. But yeah. they're my bestest friends. My right. bestest friends. Friend. Friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not not a not a very <sighs> unexpected ending, I would say, and that would yeah. probably be my big thing like if i had to pull out a criticism of the movie is that especially probably like second act onward you can pretty much tell where it's gonna go yeah like it's not like up until the end it's surprising it's one of the like logan was saying it's not blowing anyone out of the water it's just well done there's a difference between doing something new and doing something well and this movie's absolutely doing it well yeah but you can kind of tell like as soon as goldilocks has that aside where she's like well i want to wish for a new family it's like, well, okay, well, she's obviously not going to do that. She's going to pick the bears instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And you can pretty much do movie part of it, I think. Because yeah. it's just, it, the course. Right. right. And that's they're like, all right, guys, we can have it great, but we got to make the kids understand too. So. Right, right. And that they, yeah. They, once again, like literally. Big criticism, but yeah, it's just if you have to criticize. This yeah. Is what, yeah. If, right. if we had to be, when you have to if, make criticism with say, if, if right. we had if we had to be assholes, which we are, uh, and nitpick, that would be the nitpick. They didn't have the Titanic balls to pull an Infinity War and send kids crying because Thanos <laughs> won. <laughs> right. Big Jack Corner won. <laughs> Big Jack Corner won. He killed oh, I don't want to live in that time. All the magic in the world. He... Right. Right. I mean. <laughs> It's all it like 
It's also not super subtle with it. Like, how many times does Perito literally articulate themes, like, directly? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe this should be your character development voice. Yeah, yeah like, I was going to so say, I wouldn't say... to something like Lego Movie or Spider-Verse, which, you know, has moments kind of like that, but are really more, you know, ingrained into certain, you know, character dynamics or greater themes overall. They aren't, like, explicitly saying, we should stop and smell the roses, like yeah. this movie does. Uh, so, you know, if... I feel like you could have. Pro- I, I don't know. I probably got from the trailers alone, just like, well, I know what Puss is going to learn at the end of this. That doesn't make it any, you know, worse because they do put in the work for it. Like, Puss arriving at that conclusion feels earned. Like, they did it. Yes. It's just not as, say, you know, surprising up until the end as something like Spider Verse, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not as. It, it, it still trusts, again, for some of the more mature themes. Uh, they're still a bit explicit with it, but again, I, I I never, even though it's not as subtle or nuanced as something like Spider-Verse in terms of, you know, specifically their themes and whatnot, it never crossed the line for me where it felt like it was shoving it in my face. You know what I mean? Right. It like, sure. They could say it out loud and I could be like, okay, you know, that's pretty explicit, but it was never like. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> it was right. kind of like it acknowledged it and then it moved on. Well, they keep it in the realm of believability for that's something that the characters would say. Yes. Like, it's not just an artificial like, and then that's the moral of the story. No, it's like, okay, yeah, I could. He says that. I get that. I get why yeah. he says that. Yeah. Whew. But honestly, that's kind of like it in terms of my yeah, like, really critical it. thoughts for the movie. Because yeah. this is just a really solidly made, uh, very much little project here. Like yes. things come together, you can point to something and it means something. There, the details in this movie, I have, I can't remember the last time a DreamWorks movie went viral because people pointing out like frame details, like when Puss is fighting the giant at the beginning, you can see death in the crowd watching. Yeah. So because, and again, I know I, I, this is gonna sound fucking strange, but that recap I gave was like not that in depth like obviously i went into the scenes with like wolf and puss and i probably could have just skipped the rest of it so again sorry next time <laughs> probably good <yeah. laughs> just stick to the arc stick to the sorry. characters in the arc sorry my brain is just like but what if i don't give the context and like completely forgets that you should only be wa- listening to this if you fucking watched it so again sorry <laughs> next time i promise uh not the New Year's resolution, but promise. Uh, It'd be poetic if it wasn't. Because then Puss yeah, Boots sorry, stole it. Now Puss and Boots uh, gave it back. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more uh, in depth. Uh, death does mention. He's just like I've been there for every single like frivolous death that you've ever had, and he proves it because he is in the crowd when he's fighting the giant, which is his eighth death, and it's just like you don't see that motherfucker on the first time it's there for no. like maybe a second and he's like in the back in a dark hood like it, like it's just it's when i first like when i literally when i went back or I, when you sent me that video or however i saw that it actually it took me a second to find him because i was just like where is he and i was like oh he's in the corner the dark corner where it's hard to see him <laughs> yeah. but he is or there what about the uh the when Puss is dying in that montage and they list off like this is death one, this is death two. How about in the corners of the cards? Do you see him there? What? 
I death is decorating what? every card. Oh, okay. Because I I remember hearing that he was in the no, like great. he was in there, but I could never actually find him. Okay, he's in the that you know what that would make more sense. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, decorating the corners of the cards. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> but again, <laughs> little details like that, and it, it's just it's great. And again, every I know we've already mentioned this, but every character is just so fucking expressive. Can I just and again, I know. I'm like I'm the deaf simp for this the movie. I love his character so much. I honestly, and you can let me know if you agree or not, because I've been kind of thinking about. I'm like, all right, like why is he so intimidating? Like, there's a couple of reasons, but I feel like they're almost a bit more generic in terms of why they're intimidating. Like they're simple but effective. But I'm like, there's something about his design. Where I'm just like, there's something about like, and he's not like some like scarred up wolf or something. No, he's got a simple robe on, got some pretty cool size, and you know, mo- for the most part, his face is pretty normal. I feel like what really does it for me is his eyes. Not only are they just like a really like disturbing shade of red, like I, there's just something about that shade of red where I'm just like, Ugh. But I think it's because how they animated him is his pupils are always so small. So he always has like this intense look on him. Like there's just, it's something, am I crazy here? Or like. He is very intense. No, you're right. The way they animated him is very, he's got a piercing (sighs) stare. Thank you. I think that's what I'm really looking for Mm -hmm. is the way that they, Mm -hmm. especially the way they animated his eyes, because sometimes when he does the sparks, you know, his pupils like disappear or they like become like that yellow color. So that's just even more like intimidating. Just the way that he looks at things is I'm just like, this is like a just like a like a like an apex predator, like staring, like looking at something. And it's just like. (laughs) <laughs> I think it is in the simplicity. Like he's not this scarred up, you know, warrior type. He's in this very unassuming black cloak, this very, you know, pristine white fur, and then these sharp red eyes. It's yeah. all of these very simple elements and distinct contrasts that really, it, it, he's unsettling just to look at him. Like, yeah, mm. it's and the way he looks back. Mm, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Like that last scene, like I remember, sorry, I'm just bringing this up again. That last scene where he's doing like that, yeah, where he's like growling at puss, like when he's like, you know, trying to, you know, uh, uh, scare him again. And puss is just looking back when it like zooms in on his face and he's just like, he's just like staring him down. I remember we we're all just like, why is she so fucking like, ah, stop looking at me? <laughs> oh, way too it, it, he's very intense. I, Not the that's time, like Michael. the best. That's like the best Blood. word. <laughs> it is uh, but no, he is very much. He's definitely up there in terms of some of my favorite antagonists ever. Uh, definitely my favorite dreams DreamWorks antagonist. I would say. Oh yeah, like bar none. Like there are some good antagonists in DreamWorks. I'm sorry, he he takes the cake. They he it's like. Cl- almost <laughs> fucking perfection for me, honestly. Honestly, Ugh. yeah. There's some good. I mean, like Farquad's funny. He had a fun name, you know. Fairy Godmother's all right. No, nothing on death. Nothing. No, on death. nothing on death. Mm-hmm. Which kind of seems appropriate considering he's deaf. <laughs> he's deaf. 
Not as final as it gets. Not poetically, not theoretically. Not in any up. other fancy way. Straight Death. up. Straight up. <sighs> but uh yeah, I uh again, this probably didn't need to be <laughs> once again my fault that it was as long as it was. <laughs> Sorry. I guess give give ratings what we want to read. I really appreciate uh, Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Enough. Uh yeah. Uh you two uh, you know what? No, fuck it. I'll go first. Uh <clears throat> oh, big man going first. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give it a No, I'm gonna say what I said originally. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I was gonna go nine out of ten as well. Logan, Michael? So also give it a nine we, out of ten. Say we both. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Triple nines, baby. Oh, we did Triple it. Triple nines. That's probably a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. There's yeah, just it's like, not as there... mind blowing as something like you know, like a movie or Spider Verse, which I keep bringing up. But the fact that I can keep bringing them up in the same breath should yeah. tell you what you need to know about this movie's quality. It I is will just say it, a very solid it, movie. It comes very it, for me. I don't know about you guys. For me, it comes very close to spider-verse it i don't think mm-hmm. it quite tops it but it, it it's like number it's like number two by not a big margin <laughs> he's good he's good yes. i think what put spider-verse ahead is just because it was the first of its kind to really do mm-hmm. that animation style yeah and i think it stays uh a little bit less predictable up through the end agreed but fact, uh, yeah, yeah, no, this is this is a good, spo- one. This is a good one spoilers for spider-verse real quick the fact that fucking spider-man like like obviously other spider-man from other dimensions come over but the fact that spider-man actually fucking bites it like he actually dies is kind of like a unit of a man oh (laughs) all right this is real right no that's the that's the last time before death that an animated villain actually was like intimidating because this man kills spider-man with his bare hands yeah because he was angry enough to do it yes uh but yeah if you've made it this far, appreciate you sticking around through all my bullshit. <laughs> I hand this isn't a New Year's resolution, but next time we do a movie review, next time we do a game review, I'm gonna try for the love of God to not just do a story recap and just do the plot and just try and think. Or sorry, not just uh, do the arc, not the plot. I said that backwards. My bad. <laughs> you just stick to what's relevant. Yes. Sorry, but the thing again, my brain is like, oh, but we need to know the arc to go through I, again. And I need Screw you to. Screw him, I, I, I will, say. I will say this. I need you two to also help police me. <laughs> I'm not going through the police academy. I don't know how to police things. You're right. He hasn't gone through his week of training. You're right. You're right. Shit. Wait, okay, we need to get Michael on that. Uh, Sounds like an HR thing. I'm not really part of HR. I mean, I'm not either. Or I'm the head. I don't really know. Uh Anyways. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening this far. Uh, Thank you, you two, for joining me. Mm -hmm. Screw you for not interrupting me and telling me I'm doing (laughs) Go screw. I I will never accept responsibility. This this (laughs) resolution. Never accept responsibility. (laughs) Uh, um, But for reals, have a uh, great rest of your night, great rest of your whatever, whatever time zone you're in. I don't care, whatever. Have a good, have a good. We and live in the only real time zone. If, our time is real time. Whatever time you're living in, if it isn't this one, it's wrong. 
Correct. <laughs> Michael's got it. Um, and uh, if ending on the most truthful truth. Yes, and if you haven't, if you're, if you've been a bad person and you've listened to this without watching the movie first, for the love of God, please go Shame watch. On you. Please go watch the movie. God will judge you. God may forgive you, but my Tommy Gun don't. God will judge you, but it's my, it's my job to send you to. Adios, friends. We make them longer. And it's still going. Bye, Michael. Bye, Michael.